So last week we did the top five personal branding strategies from successful entrepreneurs. This time we are doing uh, top five mistakes that you should avoid as personal brand. So, so strategy last week, mistakes this week, and we have some really good ones that super interested to talk about. First one is going to be from our own episode with Anthony O'Neill when we asked him what is one of the major brand mistakes that people make. And this was his answer. One of the earliest mistakes that I made uh, was not sitting down and writing down the vision for where I wanted to go with the brand. I just went out there and just did whatever. If you gave me a mic in, in any room, I just said and did whatever. If you put me in front of someone, I became that person. Hmm. One of the biggest mistakes I've made earlier on in my career was saying yes to everything. Hmm. When I should have said no to 90% of the things I said yes to. One of the problems that I see with people today is they don't spend time to write their vision. In the book of Proverbs says, where there is no vision, that's where people perish. And so like the reason why I didn't grow as fast, mature as fast, build wealth as fast, is because I didn't have a clear vision. Man, one of those super critical points that often go unappreciated, but when you think about why certain people run into areas where there's a shortage of money, it really is because one of those reasons, or for that reason, I should say, I actually was just talking to a member in our community and I loved it because he went through a training of ours and immediately just started ripping, running, building all these different things, dropping stuff in the chat, like, hey, give, give me some feedback. And immediately I already knew, I was like, okay, this guy is moving like a true pilot and he is doing his thing, but I love the, the ability to actually do things that, that quickly. But I met with him and I said, you know what's the problem that you, or the mistake that you're making in this process, and it's very similar to what Anthony was saying there, is you're not practicing at the top of your license. And that's a term that's often used amongst doctors that when you get into a field, it's easy to become distracted by a lot of the different opportunities that come your way. But what are you compensated for? What are you certified to do? There's a specific set of tasks that you specialize in or that you're certified in that bring you the greatest ROI. And so I think people often get caught up in the little shiny objects when they're not crystal clear on their vision as a result of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I, I definitely could see that being something that, you know, is, is relevant here as well. So it's like, man, if, if you find yourself getting into a new space and, and this is where you got to be careful because there's a lot of advice on the internet about just taking action, just taking action. But action not taken in context is extremely dangerous. And by that, I mean, it's not just about moving. It's about moving at the right time based on the right information that is right for you. And so taking, taking the opportunity to plan and set yourself and just know what's most authentic for what you're about to do. It makes a difference, man, because if you, you know, take three steps forward, but you got to come back five steps to correct all the mistakes that you made. It's like, man, what, what was the point of that? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, it, and 
understanding division really sets the tone for everything else. So which goes to the second mistake where when you don't know the vision, you're just going to put out every single thing. So uh, Alex said, said this about that. I mean, I would say first and foremost, when I very, when I first started making videos, I talked about a lot of different things. Like I talked about what I was excited about that day, what I thought was hot topic, what, you know, what things that were interesting to me on a personal level. And I'm not saying you can't weave those things in there because I think that's important to showcase and connect with humans as human beings. You need to connect with people. And so it's not like you never want to share personal stories and that kind of stuff. You do strategically. But if you talk about everything, if you talk about 10 to 20 to 30 different topics, the problem is you're not standing out as a subject matter expertise in your area and you're not really building a brand around that one thing. So this one hits because as humans, because we're personal brands, like we're going to have gifts to do a lot of things. We want, we have hobbies, we have passions. We want to show the world that, but that kind of stops us from growing and building a deeper connection with our followers because they don't know what to follow. They're like, we haven't built that trust yet for them to like everything we do. So when He's talking about it from like a subject, uh, subject matter expert. I'm looking at it more as how can I just build your trust? If I do one thing and not saying that's the only thing I do, but if I, if I do one thing and I'm showing you everything about that and you undeniably are saying, yo, Nikki is dope for this. Moose is dope for this. Anything else that we may do. You're like, well, if they have proven stats over here, of course they, they're going to be good over here too. Because I already build that trust with you off of the one thing. That doesn't mean I'm going to stay boxed in on the one thing. But when we go to, to these social media pages, we don't want the brand confusion. We don't want your whole brain on a channel. We want one thing at first and then slowly introduce us to all the other things or allow that to be more for a community exclusive rather than, oh, I don't really know, like I'm good at this, I'm good at that, I'm good at all these other things. This is why we hear about niching down and not niching down from, I want to keep you in a box. I only want you to do that one thing and be an expert at that one thing. No, I want you to build trust. I want people to look at you and say, I know they do this well. I can follow them on the other ventures that they have going on. We look at Gary V. Gary V went in on entrepreneurship, in on, on positivity. So that when he has different ventures, different uh, events, we're like, that falls in line with who he is. And he's trying out different things. And I support it because he's given so much value to us. Same thing with, with E.T. He speaks. We know him as a speaker. But when he drops a book, yeah, for sure. When he does the flight assessment, right? Extreme execution. Sure. Why not? 
when he does uh, the UOU mastermind? Sure, why not? Because we trusted him with one thing and he never steered us wrong. So there shouldn't be a reason why he would steer us wrong in these other things. So when we're looking at branding ourselves and creating the content, what is the trust that we're trying to build with our audience and doing it in, in that kind of manner and just showing that and then slowly showing everything else, right? Um, next up is, how do I want to put this? Because this is a huge mistake people make when it comes to branding ourselves, which is I got the logo, I got the website, I have a brand. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Most small businesses don't build brands. They create visuals. Here's what they do. They design a logo, create a website, create some social pages, and wait for business to come to them. Here's what successful brands do. They define their audience, they analyze the competition, define their difference, they craft their communication, and they mobilize their message. Hmm. Man, this is crazy. I'm, I'm getting flashbacks of when I first started in business. And uh, that's exactly how I started. I'm just being super transparent. That's exactly my method. I was like, oh, I have an idea. I'm passionate about this idea. This is what I want to do. So what do I, where do I start? You get a logo. <laughs> you follow that exact step. And you just wait for customers. And I remember, uh, shout out. Shout out to Cantus, man. We were in Game Changers back in 2017. And it was the first pretty much class of speakers that went into training, ET's training program about, you know, becoming a speaker. And one time early in the, in the program too, he said, you're not in the business of speaking. You're in the business of marketing your speaking services. Mm. I was like, man, that's, that's silly. I I don't think that makes sense. I'm just going to focus on Speaking, that's that's the business that I'm in. I'm in the speaker business. I'm not in that business. And I got to say, that's one thing that's aged very well because some seven years later, I'm like, damn, dude was right all along. You really are in the business of marketing your services, not just doing the thing that you're in. Now, again, I think the mistake comes in from you're passionate about something, you're excited to do it. You just want to be able to do that and only that. And then you don't realize that, and and shout out to, uh, again, the documentary for that, and and Mike Tyson was quoted in that saying, if you don't get butts in the seats, you don't eat. It's like, that's, that's, that's what it's about. That's the name of the game. It's about capturing people's attention, explaining the value to them. And that's where those statistics come into play. So I gotta, I gotta tell you that today, even what we share with community members around how to take the approach, everything is centered around starting with research around that target demographic, not so much the thing that you want to sell them. Because if your idea is a great idea, but it's not a sellable idea, it's not the greatest idea. It's mm-hmm. something you enjoy, right? It's some, or, or something you're really good at, but is it sellable? And again, this is where people start to dislike entrepreneurship and you know business because it starts to take the path of money and you have to think about dollars and cents but you can't really monetize your gift or your craft if you're not thinking that way. How do I capture people's attention and either create the desire or I have to find some statistics ahead of time that, that prove to me that this is a sellable solution so that there's a marketplace that's available for it already. Yeah, I blame, I blame social media, 
just media in general of why we think branding is visual and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much more. And what I love about what they said at the end, they broke down a strategy, right? Always having a strategy with your brand because you can show people what it is, but if they don't know how it makes them feel, they don't, if it doesn't burn inside of their mind, there's not, there's not a brand. So the fact that they broke it down in that way is really dope. But when we have a strategy, here comes to the next mistake of what we do wrong when we actually do have a strategy. I know one biggest thing that we see is giving up on strategies and tactics way too soon. It takes time for any marketing strategy to gain traction and produce results. If you abandon a strategy too quickly, you'll never be able to see the full potential of your marketing efforts. Now, of course, he talked about it from a marketing side. I'm also going to talk about it from a branding side of we, it, what reminds me and, and Isaiah, if for the video experience, find that, uh, that guy that's hitting the, the, uh, the, the ground and like all, for stops in the middle oh, yeah. and is not just right by, yeah, with all the gold and the diamonds mm-hmm. and, and, and like just stops right there. Real brands take time. Content that actually works takes time, right? Of course, we have our outliers of some people will come out and all of a sudden blow up, right? That's actually more rare than common. And so when we have a strategy, we have to stick with it. We can't just say, I'm going to stick with it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. So really successful strategies sometimes take years, right? Especially when it comes to educating our audience of what this brand is about, what this brand is about to do, what kind of impact is about to create, what kind of transformation is about to give to you. That takes some time. So you have to show different, uh, show, show your brand in different ways, whether it's different content formats from a, uh, video, audio, picture, written standpoint, from a personality standpoint where we're talking about maybe I have to go extremely direct to you. Maybe I have to make you feel safe. Maybe I have to make you feel included. Maybe I have to go super into the details. Maybe I have to go in those, those ways. Maybe I have to be more visual. What are the different visuals that I have to do? There's, this all takes time and a lot of experimenting and, and just testing and if you don't have the patience, do not have a brand. If you do not have true dedication and commitment to the process, then I would say just continue to stay as a consumer. You may get some uh, quick wins here and there, but for a lasting brand, the strategy is important and to stay the course with the strategy is um, everything. Okay. Everything. Now for our last mistake, right. And shout out to Moose for giving me this one. Cause I thought this was fire is if we are leaving the strategy too quickly, we have to understand that this is a long-term situation. And sometimes we forget 
that part. Branding is a long-term game, and a lot of young people don't understand this. So they treat branding like it's marketing. It's not the same thing. Marketing, branding, and sales are very different disciplines. Secondly, branding never stops. You're constantly working on. It. Let's talk about the VT brand, right? So. I have an entire team working on the brand. I hope you get the sense, it's not just me. I've got a whole team that works on just what I look like on stage. Branding is a long arc. I love drinking tea and coffee. I'm never on stage without a cup of coffee. You would have seen me on stage today, I had a cup of coffee. Well. It's part of my brand, because I'm a coffee guy. So as a consequence, we're launching a VT coffee brand called Hello Family. Now, why Hello Family? Because if you ever listen to my podcast, I started by saying, Hello. You do that family. all the time, yeah. Right. Mm. Reminds me of our intro. I, I gotta come out with something that says what's popping now. Great. Yeah. yeah. It remind, <laughs> I was gonna say it reminds me of our intro. What up, y'all? Yeah. 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 Super consistent. No, I, I I came across this clip and I said, man, that's that's so good because you know, to your point about giving up on a strategy too soon, typically when you're going growing through the ranks of building your brand or growing as a business person, you make the mistake of thinking that branding is a logo. And then you start to figure out that it's not, you get your ways going and then you commit to something and you're saying, okay, I got it. I got my branding and my marketing. I said, whoa, no, 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 no. They're actually two different things. So it, it feels almost discouraging that you have to relearn that lesson of what's the difference between the two. But I love how he breaks it down because you know, to me, I just converted it, converted it to branding is what you're known for. Marketing is the act of capturing attention. And sales is converting that attention into customers, right? Mm. To be able to, like, like literally, they all feel the same because marketing is usually the closest thing to sales. Branding is not an instant thing. It's a long-term effect. But it usually has the greatest ROI because when you have a really, really good brand, you don't have to market as much. And that's the right. truth. And that's why we see, you know, brands like Apple and Nike still at the top of the top when it comes to really, really good brands because they have built such a rapport with us. They've, they've built such trust with us. They have a relationship with their consumers that when they release a new product, yes, they'll market it. But you have an interest, a desire to pay to transact with them, the sales portion of it, because of how well they have continued to, you know, build that relationship. And of course, let you, they stay consistent for what they stand for. I should say that too. You know, I think that's, um, that's what comes to mind when I think about those two. Yeah. I, I, it's so important to know the difference between branding and marketing. And I love that you brought it, the way that you broke down branding, marketing sales is so true. And we get confused because we think the marketing is the brand. Our content is the brand. Our logo is the brand. The website is the brand. You know, um, even our messaging is the brand. But it's the feeling that we give the people that's the brand. And they see us. What do they think? That's the brand, right? When they see our colors, do they think of us, right? When they hear a certain tone, a certain phrase, do they think of you? That's, that's how we are. Like, I love how he said it with, you know, hello, family. Like, he got it from the podcast. He made it into a product. 
some things and it could be that simple. What are we saying? What are we doing all the time that then we could flip it into a revenue stream? Mm -hmm. Right. What are you wearing all the time that then can possibly turn into a revenue stream? What are you saying? What are you doing that people connect you like, yo, when are you coming out with this? Cool. That's something that you have to consider because you've branded it so well. You have to come out with something like that. And, and I think we we don't look close enough, maybe, maybe because we're too close to it, right. where the, some of our our brands, because we are the brand, but some of the, our, our other brands that we can launch is right on the things that we do on a daily basis that we are not even thinking about or considering. Yeah. I like the how he's, he said that and, and even got me thinking, even putting a, an extra importance to the personal brand, he has a whole team that just worries about his brand, right? How he looks, those different parts. Oh, you're saying this? Cool. Let's come out with a whole company. That's mm-hmm. But like the importance of team is, is so, so like we, we mention it all the time, but the team is everything when it comes to your personal brand too, even though it's a personal brand and that's one person. I do want to stress that a successful personal brand has a team and let's not, that wasn't the the point of that video, but that's something that you also should get out of that one too. So yeah, those are the top five mistakes to avoid as a personal brand. 